Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. And this is episode 29, and we are talking Mario Kart Double Dash for the Nintendo GameCube. Hello, my name is Daniel Carroll. I hope everybody is okay. And it's actually about half five in the morning here. Yes, the show usually is released a few hours earlier than normal, but I was absolutely exhausted. It was half eight at night, and I was absolutely goosed. I've been working quite a lot of days, and I thought, you know what? I can record this at half five in the morning, considering I've got to be out of the house in just over an hour for more work. So yeah, I'm absolute knackered at the moment. Today I'm going to be joined by the lovely Jake McCauley, so you can you can imagine if you've been following the show, yep, uh, it's one of those shows. I love Jake, but <laughs> me and him and often Chris get together, nothing really happens. It's just chaos, absolute chaos, and yes, this episode is exactly the same. Now our game today is Mario Kart Double Dash. I absolutely love this game. I think it's one of the best Mario Karts you can get. I think it's actually the second best out of them all compared to the one on Nintendo Switch, Mario Kart 8. And for good reason. I think the double kart f system was very unique. We'd never seen it before. Um, it was great because I got to play with a lot of people who aren't that necessarily good at Mario Kart, but then they can join in and still feel they're included. It's kind of like that little brother syndrome, little sister syndrome. I thought this was an absolute great thing, but we are going to get onto this. Now, before we get onto it, I just need to do the plugs. Yes, this is a way to keep the roof over my head. If you want to help support the show, you can do so on patreon.com forward slash retro wars. And for as little as $1.50 Australian, you get access to a bunch of things. Now, one of the main things is you get your access to your own show, which comes out every fortnight, which is called DLC. And a little bit of a sneak peek. I'm just going to tell you what happened last time. And it was episode nine, and it was my top 10 Zeldas. In at number 10, we are going with Phantom Hourglass. I'm not going to go Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass. I haven't got the fucking time. The Phantom Hourglass. Ah, yes, it was our for the DS, and it was that gimmicky thing, wasn't it? Everyone loved the touchscreen at that point, and it was a gimmick, but however, this worked really, really well for this game. Now, Phantom Hourglass was a sequel. Not really happened in many Zelda games. It was a sequel to The Wind Waker, which was very, very popular when it came out for the original GameCube. It was limited in the sense of, because the whole Wind Waker thing was about sailing, this was a little bit limited. You got to do some, but the world wasn't as vast as you previously had on the GameCube. But you've got to remember these things. You're playing on a DS as compared to a Nintendo GameCube. Your hardware is a little bit fucking limited, so you've got to know your expectations when you got to go in. And that was DLC and my top 10 Legend of Zelda games. What else do you get for your money? Well, you get access to our own Discord where we're trying to build our own little community of people and just chat about absolutely everything. A chance to message me one-on-one. -on -one. You can vote in our Patreon polls at the end of each month where we work out what game we're going to do. You can take part in our various shows of 16 Bits of Nonsense, Revive or Die, DLC, or comment on the game of the week we're going to be covering. And I said that's for $1.50 and that's at patreon.com forward slash retro wars 
There we go. It's out of the way. Thank you very much. Yes, you just need to do that. And I said, yeah, the more people get involved, the more participation we have on the show and more absolute bollocks I can probably spout. And talking about absolute bollocks, we're going to go into our news section. I keep saying, see, this is what happens when you wake up so early. We're going to go onto our letter section, which we call 16 Bits of Nonsense. And we had two comments this week. First was from Raging Demon. He just says, Dear Danny, Satsui no Hado. That's all. (laughs) Bastard. Now, if you don't know what that's on about, uh, previous, previous, was it two weeks ago? We covered Street Fighter Alpha 3 here on the channel, and I could not remember what essentially the dark energy or the force was um, that basically embodies Ryu and Akuma. And yeah, it's a Satsui no Hado. Thank you very much, Raging Demon. I should have known that. I just was too lazy to actually research it at the time. My memory banks were like, no, no, we're not working today. So thank you, Raging Demon. Yes, that's what it is. Captain N, our regular question, he says, Hola, Danny. Why do you think the Dreamcast wasn't able to compete with the N64 and PlayStation? What do you think they could have done to be more competitive? Now, I had a good thought about this game, about this question, and I'm going to say, actually, they could compete against the N64 on PlayStation. If you talk about PlayStation 1, they damn well could compete. There wasn't an issue. They were dominating the graphics when that first came out. They blew the mind. I think the reason... I think, do you know what, I, 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 I did like this question, and I think I'm actually going to do a DLC of what happened to the Dreamcast. I think that'll be coming up soon, because I think it'll be a good little topic to talk about. But if it's just my initial, I gave my initial little thoughts, because I was there at the time, and my mate Tom had a Dreamcast, and I got to play it when it first came out, and I did enjoy it, to be honest. I wish I could have had one. But if you're going to say why I think it failed... Um, I think the main reason it wasn't more competitive was because of the PlayStation 2. I simply think it was because of the PlayStation 2. Because when the PS2 came out, it was graphically, you know, had it could play the same games the Dreamcast could. I think the main problem that, that definitely what the Dreamcast didn't have and the PlayStation 2 did was the fact that the PlayStation 2 has a, was a DVD player. And again, that seems so trivial now for those people like, what the fuck? The fucking DVD player, what's so good about that? But at the time, DVDs were rel- relatively new. This is the same when PlayStation 3 came out with the Blu-ray player. It was all relatively new, and not many people had a DVD player. Like, yeah, you can pick one up now for, like, literally a f- fuck all. You can probably fart to the assistant, and they'll probably give you one. But back then, they were so expensive. Like, absolutely hundreds of quid when I was a kid. So expensive to get a PlayStation to get one. So people just thought, well, fuck it. I can get a games console, and I can get a DVD player at the same time. Which was an absolute bargain, really. It really was, considering you're getting a brand new games console. I think you've paid for over half of it just getting the DVD player. And that was a huge selling point, and probably how a lot of kids my age managed to twist their parents' arm or so they can justify having that games console. And of course, it would have gone in the living room. But then you go, ha ha, fucker. No, it's in my room, so no one gets to use a DVD player. Ha ha, bastards. But generally, I think that was the one. Well, that's what off the top of my head was the main reason. Not to say it wasn't other factors, and I said I will do some more digging. And um, what do they think could they could to answer the second part of the question? What do you think they could have done to be more competitive? 
Well, let's say it's easy to say add a DVD player. Actually, you know what? I think had it had a DVD player in it, I think the Dreamcast would have absolutely dominated. I genuinely believe it would have, because it was the first on the market. It was out before the PlayStation 2, the Xbox, and the GameCube. It was the first one out, and it would have absolutely shit on them all. It would have taken PlayStation's thunder dramatically. PlayStation still would have done very well, because obviously look at what it released with Tekken Tag Tournament, which is one of my favorite games of all time, with the time, it's great. But I think Dreamcast would have been so up there, because of the same thing, people would have wanted a DVD player. And if it was basically you're spending half the cost on a DVD player and then you get the rest as a games console, well, why not? It seems a bit of a non, you know, non-brainer, to be honest. But yeah, I think that's, that's a really good question because I am sad that the Dreamcast died. I remember when it, you know, they stopped making it and it wasn't that long. I think it was like two years and they said that's it. It was a shock for me to see that, read that. And I was a bit disappointed because then Sega Web became just became a publisher and they went from a video game console manufacturer. And, you know, do I think now four consoles will be too much on the market? You could argue yes. I know the Steam Deck is out now. I know there's the PC Master Race. Fuck off. Um, but it, it would have been interesting to see what they would have done. Do I think the Dreamcast was a good console? Yes. Definitely was a good console. It had very, a lot of exclusives that the others didn't. Uh, it had Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur 1 was revolutionary. It had P- Power Stone. Sonic Adventure at the time was absolutely fantastic. Um, Shuime? Sh- I can't pronounce how you pronounce it. That was meant to be an absolute banger. Crazy Taxi. Crazy Rock. Um, was it um, Choo Choo Rocket? Jet Star Radio? I think it had some absolute. Like, I know I'm, I'm just on list ones off the top of my head, but the wild ones I did play, which were absolutely fantastic. Street Fighter, Street Fighter 3? That's the thing, the Street Fighter 3 games came out for the Dreamcast because Capcom believed that they were the only ones, the only system that was powerful enough to house that game. God, and that's a probably reason why it didn't do well because everyone wanted to play Tekken as well, didn't they? And the Street Fighter, oh, sorry, Tekken 3, Virtual Fighter, they were, they were, they wanted to play those 3D games. But you imagine, because no one was interested in Street Fighter 3, like, oh, fuck it, we don't want to play 2D games. But in reality, Street Fighter 3 is possibly one-off, if not the best ever fighting game of all time. Okay, third strike. I have to make that very clear. I need to play that game. I need to get hold of it. I need to have some... And do you know what? I found this thing... I'm going well off topic here. I found this thing called Fightcade where I can basically play all these 2D um, 2D games and you can download it. It's, it's really cool. And it's got absolutely loads of them. X-Men, George of the Atom, Marvelous Capcom 2 and they work brilliantly. And I just need to get a proper good gaming console, gaming controller... So I can absolutely play it because you need to have a good controller when I'm doing these things. But apparently PS4 controls work. Never knew that. And I don't play my PS4 anymore because I have the PS5. But my PS4 controller has died. So I'm just trying to get a cheap one. And I'm not spending $100 to buy a controller. You can fuck right off. That's so expensive for a PS4 controller. $100 or 50 quid, depending on where you are. I'm like, no. A PS5 controller is a little bit more. So fuck right off if you think I'm spending that. So thank you very much, Captain N, as always. Thank you very much, Raging Demon. I said, if you've got any questions, join in on Patreon and you can get your question in and I will probably answer it. And my throat is already going and we're not even onto the news section, which we'll go into now, which is called Patch 29.0.
And there is a shit ton of news this week. I will go through. I picked up the best bits. Oh my god, I've got quite a lot to go through. Right, let's get through it. Okay, EA. Now, remember a few weeks ago that I mentioned that um, players in India had managed to get FIFA 23 for absolutely fuck all. And there was a glitch or someone had put the price on wrong um, on the EA stores in India. And loads of players bought it. I think it was like six cents, like absolutely nothing. And fair play to EA. They have come out and said they're going to honor it. And they're going to say, yeah, if you bought it for that price, good. Good on you. You're going to keep it. We're not going to charge you the rest of the money. Wow. Fair play, EA. You made the mistake uploading it at that price. It was your fault. And at least you've not tried to be the usual sleazy self and claim it back. But no. Fair play. I, you know, literally, I can understand why. There's nothing in EA's grand scheme of FIFA games. I know they're going to be bringing out a new one because this is the last FIFA. So why not go out with some goodwill? And they're going to need all the goodwill they can get because, as said, when FIFA comes stops, that's it. And they need a whole new game, which will be coming out probably the following year. So they're going to want to try and get their brand awareness up as much as possible. And why not do that with a bit of goodwill in India? Because, yep. You got away with it, Indian people. Well done. Now, talking about things that people haven't got away with. Remember we talked about last week with Call of Duty? And there was a skin last week. They got caught out because they basically stole it. I can't remember the name. It was like Furry, Furry Wars about a dog. Well, it looks like that shit's happened again. Now, apparently there was a skin that was being added to the Call of Duty Vanguard and Warzone series... And it's come by, and it basically looks like a character that a guy called Deadrop um, has made. A game called Deadrop, sorry. And again, I've seen them. He looks like a shadow warrior with a hood over him. And imagine, like, uh, like a, he's got, a, what would you say, like a micros... I'm trying to think of, like, a plastic on his face or something across his face covering the whole thing. Like a bike helmet-esque sort of thing, but it's all, like, a bright blue it looks exactly like the one on Dead Drop. Like, this, this, it is such a rip-off. And again, I mentioned this last week. How the fuck did this get past somebody? Did they not do the research and go, what were you doing? And I said this last week. I would have loved to see what it goes on behind the scenes and what is now going behind the scenes. Because one, you think, fuck me. And I mentioned there'd be people going, you dickheads, why did it get to this stage? And now we've got another one. Heads are going to roll, surely. This is not what Call of Duty want. Again, it's not. You can say all publicity is good publicity. At the same time, you don't want lawsuits. That's the last thing you want in going through the courts with copyright problems. Oh, but when you look at them both, that dog one and this new one, it's shocking. It's like, literally, it's like, can I copy your homework? Okay, but don't, you know, can I look at your homework? Yeah, just don't copy it. And it's like the exact same. Fuck, it's so bad. Now, talking about skins, sorry, my throat's a bit dry at the moment, it is very early in the morning. Talking about skins, Fortnite. Now, I seem every week I'm mentioning these fuckers. Well, the Dragon Ball ones have come out, they are now there, you can get Goku, Vegeta, um, it looks like Be uh, Beerus, the God of Destruction, and Bulma. And, yeah, people are going mental for them at the moment. They're absolutely loving it. And from what you've seen, you've got with Goku, and I imagine this is going to be the same for other characters. Well, no, Vegeta's got his own. But Goku, you could like his normal skin. But you can also go into Super Saiyan. Super Saiyan, I think he... I put the same SSJ, you dickhead. So it was Super Saiyan 1 I saw. It was Super Saiyan Blue. And Super Saiyan Ultra Instinct, which is quite cool, actually, I have to be honest. And you can fire the Kamehameha. 
um, which is like, oh, it's ridiculous. Although you should have a look, someone pronounces it completely wrong on Fortnite, at, you know, basically saying like, oh, Goku's mystic saying, it's like, come here. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, my heart just died. And I'm not going to give it to Fortnite. It does look, when you see them doing the Kamehameha, it looks graphically really good. Um, like They've got the design spot on, but it's so overpowered. Although in reality, let's be honest, if Goku does the Kamehameha into the world, it's just dead anyway. <laughs> so it's a bit of a new, moot point. But yeah, am I going to play it? No. Told you, I'm not playing this game. They can fuck off. I refuse to play Fortnite. You can put whoever you want in there. You've got Goku. You've got Ryu. You've got Sakura. You've got um, Naruto. Fuck, Ichigo's going to come in. I can just see it. When the new series of Bleach is going to come in, Ichigo's definitely going to be in it, and that's going to hurt as well. Like, fuck, they've got everyone. Jesus. Talking about Dragon Ball, a new film has recently come out. So Dragon Ball Super, Super, Super Heroes, shit is title. Is it Dragon Ball Super Superheroes has come out? The absolute gobshite title, fuck, has come out. I am going to go see this soon. It's out in cinema. I went and saw Broly, and when that came out last time, and I had an absolute blast. Absolute great. It's one of those one times me and the wife just went nope at the cinema. She went one way, I went the other, and absolutely loving it. So I am really looking forward to see this. I think this film is based around Gohan and Piccolo. I know if you don't know Dragon Ball, you're like, what the fuck is he on about? But I really want to see this and hope I've seen it's been spoiled for me. Unfortunately, Dragon Ball films, they get spoiled so quickly, and even in their freaking trailers, they're just not not shy of hiding this bollocks. So I am looking forward to seeing it. One thing I'm not looking forward to seeing is McDonald's and what they're doing now. Why are we talking about McDonald's in a gaming thing? Well, basically, there are going to be more Pokemon cards. I got hooked on this last time and I managed to complete the whole set, shiny and non-shiny. But this time, they're basically releasing a new set which is coming out in America. There's no news whether it's coming out in Britain or it's going to be coming out in England, uh, Sorry, in Australia. But it probably is only 15 cards this time. So I'm not hunting them. I'm not playing that game for 15 cards. I think last time there was about 24. Um, was it 24? Yeah, I think, yeah, no, 25. There were 25 cards last time, and I'm not hunting it for 15. Absolutely no chance. I went through a fuck ton. Although I say that, it's probably going to happen, isn't it? You can just see me going after these fucking 15 cards. And you get four in a pack. One of them is hollow, which means it's 15 times 50 times 2. Because it'll be 30 because you're going to get all on hollows. Fuck, it's going to happen again. I can just see I'm going to go nuts. And luckily when Hiccups wants McDonald's. But yeah, great. You can have McDonald's. You're getting a fucking Pokemon cards, but you're not having any of them. Daddy is until you get spares. Hang on, let's take a quick drink. Speaking about Pokemon. They have announced that they're going to be donating $25 million, basically, to help um, charities on a local, national, international scale. And they're going to help support children, help create equal, um, good communities, and basically quite a lot of good things. And I'm happy with this. This has been announced by the Pokemon International com Company, basically, to celebrate the 25th anniversary. So they basically came out with a statement and said, The Pokemon International is grateful for the opportunity to give back into the communities in which it operates and where Pokemon has been so warmly received since it was first introduced. Pokemon is a brand that immediately sparks out joy and has captured the imagination of kids around the world for 25 years. With its universal themes of adventure, friendship and perseverance, it has also been welcomed into the lives of an incredibly diverse fan base in countries around the world. We are dedicated to leveraging that unique ability and the support we've received from our broad community of trainers to be a positive force in the lives of children and create a more can't pronounce that word something inclusive world in which we can all flourish. 
Good for them. Good. They don't need to do that. No one's telling them you need to donate any money. And 25 million is a lot of money. And fair play. Fair play to them. I, I, I think it's really good when any companies donate to charity. Uh, I know it's around the world, so it's how they're going to spread that. But well done, Nintendo. Well done, oh, not Nintendo. Well done, the Pokemon company. Um, thank you for your generosity. I'm sure that money will go to help kids around the world and make a better place. So thank you very much, the Pokemon company. Now, we're going to just shift gears a little bit because we're talking about goodwill towards others. We're going to go people beating the shit out of each other. Multiverses. Now, I haven't spoke about this for quite a while, so this is like another Smash Brothers-esque thing that Warner Brothers did. There was another leak, and I hate leaks, but it came out. Black Adam and Stripe from Gremlins. So a lot of people are going to be, what the fuck are Gremlins? Because you'll be too young if you don't know what that is. Um, basically got leaked that they're going to be coming as part of that DLC package. And then because of that, it, Warner Brothers had to release that, yes, they are coming. I don't know why Stripe, like, I'm trying to think, nothing's happening Gremlins-wise. But definitely Black Adam, the movie's coming out soon, so I can understand why that's being pushed. Again, I hate people who leak shit because that would have been a really cool reveal. Annoying as it is, it's there. One thing I want to actually mention now, I'm going to say with a, with a basically asterisks because I have to, um, that my friend Nick. Now, remember we talked about Nick. Nick was part of the editing team who was involved in the 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 What If series. Now, he's also been a guest. He was on the Street Fighter 2 episode. But he told me how in a chat the weekend. He was involved in the editing as one of the people. I have to be very clear of that. In the multiverse trailer. Remember that one where Batman turns up and he ends up teaming up with Shaggy against Arya Stark and Bugs Bunny? Yep, that was Nick. Nick was involved in the editing of that. And I was like, holy shit. Really? And he, he's involved in that sort of stuff with video game companies and trailers, but he can't tell me. And I understand that. Like, I'm desperate. The little bastard in me is like, fuck. And I was prod- prodding and probing him at the weekend. I was like, he said, oh, there's a game coming out soon. It's really big. You're probably going to play it. I was like, is it Tekken? Is it Tekken 8? Oh, you make a Tekken? Fuck, you doing Tekken? He's like, no, it's not Tekken. I was like, bollocks. Bollocks. What is it? What is it, Nick? And fair to play to him, he is um, keeping it under wraps. And even if he somehow told me, I can't release it because obviously he signed a lot of things. Like when he did the Disney thing for what if he told me how much Disney basically, you know, had him loit not loit up, but basically signing things and non-disclosure agreements. And I can understand that. So he can't tell me. I wish he can. So he's basically going to tell me after it comes out. So yeah, he did the multiverse. He was involved in the multiverse edit. Multiverse edit, and it's, it did a good job with it. Because I remember, I was like, shit, did I slack this game off? But I, I remember, the only thing I said about the trailer, and you can go back and find this, was that trailer was great. I just wish we'd saw some gameplay. Which obviously isn't up to him, because he just gets sent the stuff and he has to make the edit. But the actual trailer, the 3D animation, or the video trailer, was awesome. And I love that. So, well done to Nick and everyone else involved in that project. You did an absolute great job. Oh... Isn't that so good that you know someone who does that sort of shit? But yeah, and Nick is a lovely guy. I should really try and get in his mind. He does listen to this show. He's probably like, shut up, Danny. Shut up. No, we we love our our kids, our best friends. Our kids, our best friends, sometimes potentially worse enemies. Um, They'll be seeing each other on... on, They see each other all the time. It's chaos when they get together. But no, Nick, thank you very much. Let me say a quick drink again. Sorry, Sorry, it's that sort of thing. My throat's killing me. Most people would pause that sort of shit, but nah, not me. So all the things that came out, we still have more news to go. Talking about new things, South Park. 
a new game is on the way. A trailer was released, and by trailer, I mean a very, very short trailer. So the four boys in, like, square polygon, basically, you couldn't see the face. It was just the face. You knew it was them from the squares. And then you could hear Rodney Marsh just going, hot, 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 hot. Oh, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. And that was it. That was the end of it. Now, I know where that clip is. That's where he's having a big poo. Um, but a new game is on its way. We do not know any more than that. So stay tuned. And I would, as soon as I get any more information, I will release it on the show. I'm talking about things that are... Oh, this is from the past. Nintendo. Now, their uh, old CEO, Reggie. Good old Reggie. He basically announced this week that Nintendo was apparently working on making an adaptive controller that was meant to work on all consoles. Which would have been great. And he's basically going to work with Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo. Can you imagine that? And apparently they were working on it about three years ago, but it actually never came to it. It'd be interesting to see what the universal controller was going to be. Because the controllers, especially for PlayStation and for Microsoft, are very unique. And whilst I hate the Xbox controller with a passion always have... The PlayStation ones are always a thing of beauty, so it would have been interesting to see whether they, um, they would have allowed Nintendo to have brought something like this on the market. Well, they, you can't stop them bringing it to the market, but they can say, well, no, you're not going to be playing on our console, because that then takes away from their sales. And what if this controller is better than their own controller? So it would have been interesting to see what this would have looked like and whether anything like this will come out in the market. Is it an idea? Yeah. Do I think it would happen? No. Just because everyone would be too bothered about their own intellectual property and what that means. Plus, you've also got the fact that the PlayStation 5 controller is very different to the Xbox Series whatever controller. And they both did different things. Again, this is the same with Nintendo's consoles. Like You look at the difference of the Switch controllers compared to the others. It's light and day what they both can do. So it'd be, I, would like, I would have liked to see it, but I just don't think it's going to happen in the future. Now, talking about Nintendo again, uh, this unfortunately is sad news. Um, there has been some stories coming out recently that there have been female contractors. Uh, it seems Kotaku published an investigative report, and apparently female contractors had experienced sexual harassment while working as game testers at Nintendo America's Redmond, Washington headquarters. Uh, apparently, two managers um, had worked there and filed misconduct reports, and it was said it was like an internal culture that was like a frat house. So that's not good. We don't want to hear that, really. And it looks like Nintendo are getting involved because Nintendo America's president, Doug Bowser, and I'm not going to joke about his name, he sent out an internal message to employees acknowledging what's been happening. He said that we have and always will investigate any allegations that we've become aware of, and we are actively investigating the most recent claims. We have a strict policies designed to protect our employees and associates from inappropriate conduct and expect full compliance with these policies by all who work with us. We will, we, we have, we always, oh, so yeah. So I was reading the same thing there. Yeah, it looks like Nintendo aren't fucking around. Um, they've obviously seen the media reports and they're going to get to the bottom of it. Now, I'm not going to say whether this has happened or not because these are just reports, these are allegations. Nothing has been proven as of yet. Um, no one has been charged. No one has been found guilty. So I am sure we might will hear more about this because if the press have got wind of it, they're going to want to know more as it goes on. Um, I hope that if anyone, if these allegations are true, I hope the female contractors uh, have been able to get the support. And I hope those people who have done these heinous acts are brought to task, basically, because no one should be harassed, male or female, when they go to their place of work. 
if you have received that sort of abuse, I hope you're able to get the support. I'm, I can't put numbers on the audio because this goes worldwide. Uh, so please look online to receive the help you can get. So sorry it's not, I know it's a bit different, but I think it's important that we look at these things and when it and tackle it and raise it when it rears its ugly head. And one thing I did forget to do, I realised last week, I was talking about Forsaken and the horrific audio from the trailer. I actually realised I forgot to put the audio of how bad that trailer is. So here you go, in its entirety. Yep. Fucking shit, isn't it? Absolutely fucking shit and dreadful. How that actually happened, I don't know. Um, now, the last thing I'm going to talk about um, before we move on. Final Fantasy. Now we have, I like speaking about Final Fantasy and talking about Square Enix because the same company. Final Fantasy 16 producer, I'm going to butcher this, Naoki Yoshida, was very candid recently in an interview that he's just done, and it was with Inverse. And he basically was talking about the Final Fantasy series as a whole and how it's basically not very adaptable to see the gamers, the changes in the gaming industry. So he basically says, um, basically, to be honest, it's impossible to satisfy all the requests with a single title. Basically, the requests of do this game, do that game. And my current impression is that we can only do is create. Sorry, the impression is all we can really do is create multiple games and continue creating the best game we can at any given time. Well, yeah, that's all you can do. Make the best game you can. You you know you can't please everyone. Like I want the standard JRPGs of old. Like you know of all the Final Fantasies we went up to, maybe twelve probably as far as you'd go. But I know the series has evolved. But you can't please everybody. You're going to have to piss people off. Just make the game you want to make and make it, enjoy it. Make it a good game. If you listen to everybody, it's impossible. You just cannot do it. It's it's one thing that I think people try and please everybody. Like, if I try and please everyone on this podcast who sends me stuff, it's impossible. Like, I only have three people who maybe say that. But you know what I mean? If the show gets bigger and everyone starts putting their two cents in, you cannot please everyone. Some things, yes might be good and relevant some things like no that's not relevant it won't work so i honestly hope that the team involved in this don't get oh shit what they're gonna do final fantasy 17 you do what you want do whatever you want and if it's a good game it'll be a good game if people like it they'll like it don't worry about the changing market just do what you want to do i just hate that people have to go well i'm not going to play if it's like this well don't play it then simple back just don't play it Sorry, I'm just ranting. It just pisses me off a little bit. Let me just have a bit more water. And then we will get on to our next section, which is our little bit of fun section where I can rant some more, which is our section Revive or Die. Hey, listen. So Revive or Die is our little game where we look at basically it could be characters, mechanics, series that we've not seen for a while. And we ask the question, should it be revived or left to die? And this time as we're talking about Double Dash, I wanted to ask with the Mario Kart feature, should we bring back the fact you can have two drivers on the same car at once? It's not been seen since the GameCube version and it was you said it was unique because two players could play at once or you could easily control your own two characters. I wonder, should you bring it back? I asked people and got their views, and only one person commented it was good old Chris Copeland, and he said, revive, just once. 
Double Dash added that wrinkle where you either love or hate it, but I'll be damned if I can't say it's the second best Mario Kart behind Mario 8. Thank you, Chris. Man of taste. I guess I want to see Mario Kart do something different again. It's what makes Nintendo Nintendo, and I embrace the shit out of it. And I, as much as I hate to say this, I agree with him. It's a straight revive. I, I am with revive on this one. I fucking hate Nintendo sometimes, but they do this sort of shit where I just love them and then want to give them a cuddle. Mario Kart 9 is in development. They have confirmed that, but what it's going to look like, we don't know. I would love to see the Double Dash feature again. I would, because I think it'd be great. You could have even more players. I know you can play 12 players at once. Can you imagine that? In theory, you could have 24 people playing at once. Now, I know people are going to argue, well, it's the balance of the game because you could have one person and then two people and with Double Dash, you could steal items off the other. That's something that have to balance because you don't want to have a tactical advantage of having two people over one. Basically, it should be saying whether you have one person in the car or two. That's the balance they need to figure out. But I really think it will be a great thing. And with the amount of characters that Mario Kart now has, I don't see it wouldn't be an issue. Like, if you were doing um, it back in the old game, so it was eight, I think it was eight races still then, 16 players, That's I think that's all the roster, practically. That's not the case here. Mario Kart has so many characters now, and I guarantee there'll be more when Mario Kart 9 comes out. I think it'll be an absolute great thing to do, and it would make the game even better. And if you did that, we probably wouldn't even play the other two anymore, because we'd just be playing Mario Kart fucking 9. And there's me ranting. Now, before we go on to our main game, which is going to go through how I've been, the little one has a bed. So finally, I've kicked her out, and she now has her own bed, which means I can actually start doing workouts again, and I can start making content. So I've had to delay people because it's been unfortunate, because everyone's been ill, and the wife's had to stay in the little ones. We had a put-me-up bed, but I've had little hiccups with me for weeks, basically, which means I can't record. It's been very difficult to record, because I can't just basically leave her in a big double bed, and then, you know, what happens if she cries? But now if she cries, I can just go back into her own bed and sort her out, and I know she's safe in there. So yes, recording is going back to normal. Um, so what have I been playing? Well, I've been playing on a Mushu, and that was requested to me by Jake. Thank you very much. I've actually finished it. It's all done. Uh, I'm nearly getting through Final Fantasy 3. That's been done. Final Fantasy 5 is on hold at the moment just because I've been taken over by Final Fantasy 3. I also need to finish Resident Evil 1 for the GameCube. So hopefully soon I'll have Final Fantasy 3 done. And then yeah, I'll be back on Resident Evil 1 to get that done because of future episode. And that has been it. And as I said, sorry, I'm trying to just get all this out of my head because it's early in the morning. It's now 6 o'clock in the morning. Fantastic. So basically, yes, we are going to be going on to... Fuck me. We're going to be getting on to Mario Kart Double Dash. And me and Jake had an absolute time with this. And I said, I love this game. I love Jakey Boy. He knows how to really tickle my goose. And he knows what I want me to want, what he wants. And yeah, he, he came with me. So it's great. And we are going to cover more Mario Kart. And it's great that we cover this one first. But I'm just going to put on some music. And when we come back, me and Jake McCauley are going to be talking about Mario Kart Double Dash, which originally released in Europe for the GameCube on November the 14th, 2003. Fucking hell, I am so old.
This is why you sometimes don't do podcasts for me at six o'clock in the morning because you're a bit tired. But my friends and my returning guest, Jake, a bit different for you. Your nighttime, your bedtime. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired in a different way. <laughs> you your need to in. move somewhere. Yeah, with a better. Yeah, my days. You need to move somewhere with a better time zone, my friend. I know. Yeah, that's the thing. If I ever return back to the UK, it's going to be like, what? I'm doing a podcast at 9 p.m. It's like, just going to mess me up completely. One day we will do a podcast when we can both drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the dream. Well, if we do it at a weekend and the wife's not here, it's not a problem. I'll just start drinking at six early morning. No, why not? Like a festival. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like a festival. You have to glass you climb out of the tent. Yeah, you climb out of the tent, start drinking at seven. It's, that's the hair of the dog. You've got to do it, haven't you? You've got to do it. It's the only way. Yeah. So today we are actually talking about the show's first Mario Kart episode, which is surprising it's been this long because we've actually done a Mario Kart episode. And we're talking about Double Dash for the GameCube. And you jumped on this one. Now, I can't believe, I mean, you still look at this game. This was only Mario Kart 4? Yeah. Yeah, this... And... It is amazing, and it actually really holds up. But yeah, I'm surprised. This, I'm surprised this is the first Mario Kart game you've done. I thought you might have done one by now. Well, you gotta wait for people to want to do these things. But we, you know, that's that's the thing because there's it. There was there was three other Mario Karts. There was the one on the Super Nintendo. Then there yep. was the N64 one. Then there was the one on the Game Boy Advance. And then this came out. And I, yeah, I could have easily done pretty much any of those. But I think, I mean. Was, is this your favorite Mario Kart? This is one of my favorites. I think it might be my favorite. I think it's, to be honest, this and eight are really good. <laughs> yeah, this and eight are the, the standouts were made by a country mile. But you yeah, know, the, what was your, your was your was your first Mario Kart? Was that uh, the uh, SNES one? Yeah, I, I played the SNES one. My mate Rob, um, hmm. not the guest Rob, my other friend Rob. He he had it on the Super Nintendo, and admittedly, I didn't. For I, I liked it, but I didn't fall in love with it. Maybe as other people did. Maybe because I was a biased Mega Drive boy. Um, yeah, you were a little Sega boy. Yeah, um, the, but yeah, the first Mario Kart's like a proof of concept. It's, it's not the best. Like I know people really love it, but I think I, I played it growing up. Like I used, I used to enjoy it, but yeah, going back to it, I don't, I don't think it holds up because it is it controls quite badly. <laughs> oh, it's hard. It's a hard game. I think it can control well if you're good at it, but I just can't get good at it. That is one Mario Kart game I've never beat because I'd always get up to the, the last cup on 150cc and I could never do it. I'd always get really close and then just always fail on the last, on the Rainbow Road. Yeah, it's a, it's a very different Mario Kart game. It's like, unlike every other one, you can't go in with it with like the new Mario Kart mentality. You need to ignore all that and go, no, that, that, that will not save, save me here. I need to basically tackle this beast on its own merit. And sometimes, like, in that game, like, the skidding is not, like, as good as it is in the new games. Like, you sometimes it, it's easier just to, like, break round corners in that game. Which oh, is God, yeah. So like, you just you just slow down. Like, that game was broken in some ways because, like, you, you know the tracks, the, um like, the dirt tracks? Those yeah. ones are broken because of physics. Like, because you get on those skiddy bits and then the physics break and you can't fucking turn. Yes. It's broken. The game's borderline broken. But yeah, yeah so, we're not talking about that one. Did you so play? Fuck yeah, that game. Just, oh yeah, no, fuck that game. I hate that game. That get no. I, <laughs> I have nostalgia for it, but it, it is not great. In yeah, pe people are going to be in their car going, so oh, "Well, fuck you, fuck you both." 
Did you play the uh, 64 one quite a lot then? Oh, I, I did. did. Yeah, I, I played the hell out of the 64 version. That was my first real go into Mario Kart, and I freaking loved it. I think that was the first, like, actually good one. That one doesn't look great now, but, you know, it's an N64 game, but it actually plays pretty damn decent, I would say. It does. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. It doesn't hold up graphically, um, but it's still a good fun to play. And it was the battle system in that. I still think the battle system in the N64 is the best out of all of them. Yeah, we used to play it. Yeah, that was like what what we'd play the most was the battle mode. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> with my brother and uh, being with my brother, my nephew, and uh, his mate, we used to always play with N64 with. Yeah, you could, but when you talk about like, double, like I played the Game Boy Advance game and I was like, yeah, it's a bit shit. But this yeah, game like <laughs> still holds up now. You could give me this version now and I'd still enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, did you get this one? Like, I don't know what did you have a GameCube and all that back in the day? I did. I, I had this game, I had this game, I bought this day one, and I, I was like, wow, everything just looks really crisp. The characters look, they've got that curve, they're like, the, you know, that polygon effect's gone, and they just they they look crisp. Everything was mm. crisp. And I just I think, I think that's the amazing thing about the GameCube. Like, a lot of the Nintendo made games on GameCube still look really good that's the thing because i'm like i was telling you i've been uh emulating uh lots of ps2 and gamecube stuff the ps2 mm. stuff doesn't actually it doesn't hold up that well it looks very jaggy but yeah. whenever you play a nintendo released gamecube game like it actually looks but about as good as what they're making now and like maybe it's not the right p it's like 640p or whatever but mm. it still looks really like luigi's mansion that like the graphics on that game because because I think with Nintendo, it's like a style thing, isn't it? Like, yeah. Because every other company is just trying to be realistic. Like, you get the new Pokemon coming out. Did you see everyone was moaning about uh, po- when the new Pokemon was, was it Scarlet and thinking it was coming out? Mm-hmm. And everyone on Twitter straight away, crap, look at what we've got on PS4. And it's like, oh, you can't art- compare them. It's an art style thing. <laughs> yeah. It, and it's so more fun. Up. Like, yeah, like The Last of Us is like depressing as fuck. I'd rather play a Pokemon game. <laughs> I want to have fun with I don't want to, you know, it's like, I know you love your Dark Souls, but I'd rather have fun than get me, you know, my testicles put in a vice grip. But, you know, <laughs> whatever you're into, mate, if you're into your BDSM. <laughs> yeah, I like my testicles in a vice. Oh, Dark Souls, you love give it, it to me. Beat me oh. harder, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> what were we saying? So you had a GameCube. Did you get a GameCube um, like a, when it came out or was it? Yeah, I got a GameCube a- pretty soon. As, as far as I can remember, I haven't got any more, which I'm devastated about, but... Um, and look yeah. back, I'm like, you twat. But it was, I got it, I got it, I got Mario Kart, and I played the hell out of this. And I loved it because it had that, the the whole iconic thing about this game was that it was double dash in the sense of you could have two people on the car, which was like, holy shit, we've not seen that before. It opens up a lot more um, possibilities, but it is also crazy how like the GameCube went from being this console that no one gave a crap about to being like one of the most expensive... <laughs> consoles now it's crazy because everyone's realized actually shit these games are good these games yeah, like, are fucking, really good i used to collect because like when i was getting into collecting like because of angry video game nerd obviously like most of us um yeah i like i had at one point i was just collecting gamecube and i had about 150 gamecube games like i'd get paid like back in the day when i lived with my parents i wasn't paying rent it's just like get paid at my job at matalan and I'd go straight out and I'd spend all my pay, like, you know, hundreds of quid just on games. Wow. <laughs> I wish you could do that these days. I used to oh, spend yeah. like 400 quid on just like GameCube games and stuff. Have you and still got them? You, 
No, I wish oh. I did. They'd be worth like treble. Like, like, there's an example. Luigi's Mansion used to be about a five pound game. Yeah, I think it's thirty quid now. Oh, great! <laughs> what? Because I want to cover that on the show. Because I've been, I've been, because of work, I've been playing Luigi's Mansion three. I'm like, oh, holy! Yeah. I just literally been. I've never played Luigi's Mansion, but this is actually really good fun. So it's like, I need to play the original. It's and a bit you... different, yeah, because the new one's a bit more um, puzzle based than long. But yeah, the original Luigi's Mansion is good. It's just it's a very short game, so it'd be good for the podcast need, if you want to do it. I quick. need, I need to go. So yeah, it looks like I'm gonna have to make my PC sick and find a way of my PC getting sick and the game's magically appearing. It's amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. You, we we don't emulate on this uh, podcast. Yeah, our, our our devices get sick. Basically, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the somewhat the hacker, what he does is he goes into our computers and then puts <laughs> the games on. Then we go, oh, we have to play it now. Like, oh no, how how did that be? That naughty hacker. How did he get in again? <laughs> like a porn plot. <laughs> oh, they broke in and had sex. A woman burglar. She broke in, had sex, me, and then went out the window. Crazy. What? What are the chances? <laughs> I don't think that'd fly with the Queen. I don't think. Look at the Randy Marsh thing <laughs> on South Park. It was, it was a spooky ghost. Oh yeah, it's ectoplasm. Who's the bad? Ectoplasm. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I what were we doing talking about? We're talking about uh, Mario Kart. So Mario yeah. Kart. <laughs> so the, the the whole thing's unique sell about this game was that you could have two drivers basically on one car, like so one on the back, one on the front, which was very unique. And I I still wonder why the hell Nintendo have not gone back to this. You know, I just wonder if they a, will. Because because the thing with like Mario Kart as it is now, they like there's nowhere to go because it's already like perfect. So it's like it's like why I, I remember uh, Miyamoto said the reason they didn't make any more F Zero games is because there's nothing new to do with it because they already made the perfect one on on the GameCube, correct? Uh, GX. So he said, oh, we, there's no point in making any new ones because we can't do anything new of it. We've already made the perfect product, and that's where I feel like they're with uh, Mario Kart at the moment because like there's not much they can do to it anymore. <laughs> It's, no, it's good. It's really good. It, I love it. Apparently, nine is in development allegedly, but and they said there's going to be a twist. But I just wonder what mm. that twist is going to be because you've I just wonder. you're releasing 48 tracks, you know, as DLC, yeah. which, is, which is ridiculous. But the thing is, yeah, as you said, where do you go with this? But could it be that you in you bring in the double dash mechanic, you know, just as an option? Yeah, that'd and, be fun. it opens up so many like strategic things, like because. In the older games, you'd play as a character you like. Like, do you, who who was your main like Toad in, in the first one? Was it in, was in, it Toad? The, in the N sixty four? First Toad. two, whatever. Yeah, yeah. For, or Toad wasn't. Yeah, I used to play like Cooper because I don't know. I just thought he's cool in the first one, and then I always play Wario because I am that Wario fat kid who was like, oh, "It's me, I'm Wario." <laughs> that green yeah. text of Wario. There was a kid at school. He really liked the Wario. You smell the garlic and he used to fart on people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can I love Wario? <laughs> See, I love Toad. Yeah, that, Wario was my guy. But then, like, you get to double that. Like, in those games, it didn't matter who you picked. But it was weird because, like, in the first one, you remember in the first one where, like, it would matter for the computer what who they had because they get their own special weapons. Well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone had their own special. There was the weight climb, but not, but you, yeah, but not that your character. You get normal ones, but the the opponents wouldn't get weapons. They would just get their own special yeah, projectiles. Special and fuck you. And up. then there was nothing in the N sixty four one. But then this one, depending on who you pick, you get diff- different special items, which really adds like a layer of strategy to it. Because it's like 
you don't want to pick someone's shit. And the, there is actually shit characters in this game because they have crap specials. Yeah, and that's the thing because you, you you know you look at some of the items you had like um you had the Cooper Troopers had the red shells and the green shells so they put two Cooper Troopers in there you had the toads and they had the golden mushroom and D, the Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong they had um, a big banana so oh I bet could, they did but you, <laughs> but you could mix it up. So you could have like Diddy Kong and Toadette. So you've got the best of both worlds. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it does add that strategy. You've got the weight category as well, because you could have like a Donkey Kong with a Bowser. So you're going to be as slow as fuck. But once you get to top speed, you're going to be destroying everybody. Yeah. And, and you could have like, well, and if you've got a heavy character and a light character, it like adds to like sort of a medium weight and stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of strategy in that. Because you never really got that before. It was just the character, you have the one cart. And their weight. And that's it. And there's yeah, just exactly. the weight. Yeah, and that exactly. was the only thing you had. But here, yeah. Here, yeah, they had cars. Which were new, yeah, like different, different cars. cars. Yeah, yeah I can lock them as you... Um, yeah, because I was playing it today, uh, as I said <laughs> to you. Um, I didn't actually, for the first time in this... Uh, in, in our run of podcasts, I haven't actually beat it today. I didn't have enough time. <laughs> well, that's fair enough, because there's quite a lot to do. There really is, yeah. There's, it's not that many, but you got to do it on 50, 100, 150, and then you got to go back and do the special cup. But yeah, like, who, who would you play as, uh, generally? So when I used to play this, I, I would always go Cooper and Toad, um, yeah. just so I had that one boost, one shell. And Cooper and Toad are always my go-to anyway whenever I play Mario Kart. Um, just so I think you, go, you go light. I can't. I, I really don't like playing as light characters in this one because you just get bashed around like a pinball when you need but to get through but i'm like a jedi you know just dodge everyone i'm like i'll just i'll just smack you <laughs> i've done this smack shit blind- i played one of the tracks blindfold but practically i was winning the race and there was like 30 seconds to go and i was with a party of mates and jared yeah. our guest can back this up um yeah. he my, my wife the queen blindfolded me like put my head because i was winning and she put her hands over over my eyes and i still won the race and jared was watching he was like how the fuck is he doing this how the <laughs> fuck he was so angry he's like how the fuck is he doing this yeah the, um I, have you ever played the uh the mario kart drinking game we used to play the no. GameCube one we used to do it uh when well i wasn't at uni but i knew people at uni <laughs> Who used to do it? I used to go drink with them, and then you'd have to like down a whole can before you can start. Oh, I've heard about this. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, what was the other stuff? I think, like, if you every time you finish a lap, you have to do it. We, you do it with like a stubby can, and then you'd have to down that every lap, and that you wouldn't be able to go until you do that. But you can, what was it? You could, you didn't have to down it in one, but you have to finish it before you finish you the lap. Finish, or you have yeah. to finish before, yeah. You, have, you can either do like you got a pint and you've got to finish the pint before the whole race. Yeah. You can't do drink driving. So the, the yeah. best tactic would just you be to pull over at the beginning. Yeah, neck at the beginning and then just race. Yeah. Oh, we, uh, we used to get hammered before we go down the pub playing that. Oh, geez. And that's the thing, you, you don't get to do that sort of stuff anymore. Like I know in this game, you could do 16 player LAN, which would have like a LAN party, which I've never done. The most yeah. I've done was seven player Mario Kart in my mate's house with Jared. Um, yeah. And that's the most I've ever done. But apart from that, like the idea of doing 16 player would have been back then ridiculous because they still had it. Was it still eight eight races you raced against? Uh, I think it's, yeah. Yeah, eight, yeah. Because what's it now? We, we did it once. We did 12. eight player once at my mate's for his birthday. We played the, what did we do? I think we did Mario Kart and 
it might have been Bomberman, a Bomberman, I think Generations, I think it was called on the GameCube. You could do eight player, I think. You do. I, oh, I should clarify when, because I, when, I know someone's going to go. Nah, 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 nah. When I mean sixteen yeah. players, I mean eight races with two people on either track. Either yeah, car. yeah. That's what you I switch, mean. Yeah. Because I know someone's going to go. Like you can't do that. Shut up. I know. There's always that one person. There's always someone. But so this, that would be your. Would that that was your two then? Do you play as the, the Cooper and the? Yeah, I went with the Cooper and Toe. Did you go with? I'd always go. I right. I always go. Because I'm always in first. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Major flex. Yeah, uh, I'd always go Donkey Kong, always. He's not my favorite character, but the banana is like... I used to like going him and D- Diddy because you get all the big bananas and then you just get him first and just drop them everywhere. You <laughs> <laughs> so annoy everyone. <laughs> well, the thing is, you, you mentioned Diddy and I think we've mentioned um, Toadette. There were... Yeah. There were so many new characters in this game and i went through and i looked at like mario kart i knew the the mario kart 64 but i was looking at the advanced ones you didn't get anyone new there but in this game you got shit loads of new people so you got toadette you got um diddy kong peter piranha king boo daisy birdo waluigi koopa trooper returning the red koopa trooper or the paratrooper you got Baby Mario Luigi. Bowser Jr. was introduced. You got Toadette was introduced. I've already mentioned it. And even Sonic was teased, but never happened. But that's a oh, lot of new been... characters. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, yeah. I, the, like the thing about this game is that like it's so perfect that they basically haven't changed the formula to, to, to now. It like apart from the jump boosting, which I, I had to like just learn not to press you know you know when you do the jump boosting in the new one you always press the jump button when you go off a mm-hmm. you know when you go off and you get the boost that's the only thing that's not in this game like it's they've, they've got the the skidding it's it's a little bit different than the new ones but it's it's you still got the same sort of like there was boost mechanics technically in the first one and in the N64 one it was less obvious but you could do it like when you skidded, you could get a boost, but it's, yeah. I, I never actually knew about it until I was watching a bloody speedrun video. Oh, it's hard. It's hard on the N64. Yeah. You can sort of do it. It's similar, but you, it doesn't really give you much feedback. This one no. is very obvious. you got the red, the red fire and then the blue fire, you get the boost. And it's like, I always play this game like in a way that makes it not fun <laughs> because I'm just trying to skid every... Every know, corner, get, yeah. Get a skid boost every set because it's the only way you can, like at a higher level. Like I remember the first time... Like, I thought I was a dog's box at this game. I used to beat everyone. I was like, yeah, this is my game. I was so good at it. And then, like, I played this one kid from my school. I had this friend called Brendan. And, like, he was the Nintendo boy. He, he had everything. Like, all the games, all the old games. He had them in the box. He probably still does. Probably worth thousands of quid now. Yeah. And he was like, oh, no, I'll, I'll give you a game. I'll beat you. He's like, no, nah, you're not going to beat me. And he did that, like, boosting everywhere. And I was like, I'd never seen anyone do it. Because usually I just skid when you when you had to. Yeah, and he yeah. just kicked my ass. He'd go, and like, that's how you play it but it's not it's, it is it does ruin the fun a little bit doing that though yeah, i was doing it while i was while it, i was playing because because you're just trying to get all the boosts and it's not as fun yeah you're doing just single straight boosts and this is the thing like with you know you're saying who do i play with well, when um, i actually played this game a lot i played this with my brother's friend matt i don't know why yeah. it's one of the only games i ever played with my brother with Raphael, but I played it with his mate Matt, and we were just the perfect combo. Like I would do the driving, he would yeah. do the firing, and then we'd switch because you could switch, which was awesome. Switch to fire the, my weapon, and then back to driving again. 
And it was just like me and him had literally come around just to play Mario Kart with me, which I've never had before. But we, me and him, played the absolute shit out of that just together. And that was what was great about it. This was the one game I think you could play with your shitty little brother and then go a little sister and put the right, you go in the back, I'll drive, you just fire the weapons. Yeah, that is kind of cool. But yeah, I've, I've, this game more than any other, other than like Smash Bros. Uh, was probably the one me and my friends played the most. Like, we were still playing this game when we were, like, old enough to drink. We were still, like, like when uh, when we were sort of 17, 18, because all my friends were a little bit older than me, so they'd get the beer, and then we'd just mm. go around one of their houses, and we'd all, like, drink and play video games. And we'd always, like, <laughs> the taste of really cheap cider yes. always, makes me, always makes me think of us all sitting there. <laughs> we should be out, like, doing, like, chatting up girls, but we were there together playing... <laughs> Mario Kart Double Dash, drinking White Ace. Who wants like, Who pounds. wants to chat up girls those days? It's like, no, it's all about Mario yeah. Kart. Yeah, Mario, we'd we play that and we'd play Super Monkey Ball. <laughs> this is, Lots this of the, Super Monkey. It's the dream. It's the absolute yeah. dream. And like, there were little things about this, um, you know, with the fact that we're two people at once. And I, I was watching it for the, you know, his part because I didn't get to play it again. But I completely forgot that the character is on the back. It starts running like a bobsleigh. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The start. Just such. They didn't need to do that little touch. They didn't need to do that. They could have just have it starting in the back. You know, just sitting there. But little yeah. things like that just make it so good. And the fact that the opponent—I don't know if you're playing one player. I don't know if you could do it. But if you're playing two player, um, the the partner is on the back and steal the people's items. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, they can basically reach over and go yoink. I was like, that's so cool. Yeah, I, I remember like the the first time I actually played this. So like, I think I got it for Christmas, like the because I think it came out in the when did it come out in the summer or something? Yes, I think yeah, I because I didn't get it till Christmas, and um, it was like uh, Chris, we had Christmas at my grandparents' house because like my parents had just separated on that, so it was just me and my mom, yeah. and then we we went to have Christmas with my grandparents, and I had like a little GameCube um, portable TV screen. Yeah, and I got it for Christmas. I was so fucking excited, and I just spent the whole Christmas on the portable screen in the sitting on the living room floor of my nan's, just playing uh, this game, just playing Double Dash. I always got that happy, like that. You know, whenever I play, it just makes me think of uh, yeah, just think of that Christmas. Yeah, it's like come for dinner, come for dinner, Jake. Fuck off! Ah, I'm playing, <laughs> playing, fuck off, bitch! I'm playing Mario Kart Double Dash. <laughs> oh, we got um. Just so, just so you know, that you we might want to edit this out, but it's like uh, we've only got ten minutes for the recording automatically. Oh, we 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 know this—the stupid recording <laughs> thing. This is this is the perils, and I refuse to pay for an upgrade. I'm fucking. Tight. I don't blame you. I'm a tight. <laughs> I can bastard. get another drink while you sort it out again. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what we do here. There's always a break at some point. It's great in it. A now, drink break. It's a free drink break. That's what it's yeah, a free when, drink break. When God shuts a door, he opens a window. Another one to jump out. <laughs> Don't think that's how it quite goes, but we'll go. Had enough of this mortal. <laughs> yeah. Jump, you need beer. Now, they, some of the tracks in this are, for me, some of the best ones. And there's there's two, for me, that stand out in this game. Because you've got yeah. your, your, uh, the Bowser's Castle, which is awesome. Yoshi's yeah, Circuit. Yoshi Circuit's amazing because it's basically, when you're looking at the top down, a giant Yoshi. It's my uh, it's my favorite Mario Kart track, Yoshi Circuit. Yoshi Circuit. I love it. It's it's a simple track, but but I don't know what it is that, that about that track. It just feels really good to race on it, especially when you're going up Yoshi's back. You know when it goes in that little curvy bit. Yeah, it's just really fun. It's like a really boring track to be your favorite, but it just feels so good to race on. 
And uh, yeah, I did a top 10 Mario Kart tracks video like ages ago. That was the top. A lot of GameCube ones in that top 10. Mine's DK Mountain. That was my second DK favorite Mountain as well. Is- yeah, we got the same. We have the, we like the same ones. Let's see. So if you, D, if you don't know for DK Mountain, it's a bit unique. Rather than just yeah. doing three laps of the same track, what you do here, you get fired up into a cannon, and then you have to make your way down. Um, yeah, like, you go. Yeah, they fire you up the mountain, and then you work your way back down. And it, like the the bolt, there's boulders coming boulders. out of the volcano thing. And there's a bit like it's really, it feels like an action movie, like that bit where you like slide over a giant hole and you have to go like round over a drawbridge like a bloody indiana jones movie it's just re- so if it good. was if you remember that board game or was it oh when he's a kid tornado island or something it's like that no tornado rex what the hell was it called tornado rex right that board game with the May i the, played monopoly the milton bradley ah. there was a milton bradley one where you had like um you had to climb up a mountain and then like they shot like there was this thing that shot like a taz the tasmanian devil down and if it hit your piece you were out i'd never played that in my life it was a Milton Bradley game, I believe. I have to see. I'd say I'd play it, but I'd be lying. Tornado Rex. I think it was like, uh, yeah. I think my my neighbor had it or something. But yeah, um, yeah. That's that's my second favorite track. Like, it is technically like it's a set piece track, but it, it is technically more interesting than Yoshi Circuit. But I don't know what it is. I just love racing on Yoshi Circuit. It just feels really good to go. What about around. the what about the controversial one, Baby Park? Oh, actually, you're funny you say that. I didn't because we were talking off air about how uh, usually when me and you do an episode, we have copious amounts of notes, like even the Sonic one. I didn't think I'd have much to say. And I had so many notes. This one, I've got about five. Right. And at the top of my notes, it says in in, uh, capital letters, very important. Uh, Baby Park is the worst track ever. (laughs) It's a fucking circle. I mean, an oval, whatever. It's it's base it's chaos. I hate it. I hate yeah, but I hate it. No, I hate it. Why do you love it? I hate it because I I always lose on it because not because the computers or whatever your friends have outwitted you. It's because there's so much shit on the track that you just can't win. I yeah. hate it when I was I, we, I was playing through it and I won every single track except for Baby Park. I kept losing on it because I just kept in. It annoys me. So you can much. go from literally this is the definition of first to last in like two seconds. I hate it. it's just it is funny because all the weapons go around and it gets mental. It's good when you're playing it like multiplayer, but when you do it in like the single player mode, it is. I hate it. <laughs> oh god, with like eight, with eight other people, like yeah, because it's basically Ugh. eight tracks, very small oval, and they use this on like the professional circuit because literally everyone is just doing one huge power boost the whole time, and the track's like a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, you finish so quick, and when you it. see time trials, it's like wow. <laughs> But I think this baby park is baby park come back. Yeah, so, they brought it back. It's like all the they haven't done DK Mountain. I don't think they might have done in the, the new DLC, but they've done fucking baby park. That makes me so angry. <laughs> DK Mountain, man. Oh, I want that in there. I'm sure 8. DK Mountain's on eight, isn't it? it? It wasn't in the original set. Like it might be in that new one of 50 million tracks that just come out. Probably. I need to play that. DK Mountain. This is this is the research we do. Mario Kart 8 DK Mountain. Is it on there? Is um, I think it is. Oh, good. I, I maybe I need to get that new DLC. I was going to say to you. So sometime we should uh, we should uh, live stream us playing some Switch at some point. Oh no, it hasn't. It hasn't made an appearance. What? It's There's on... like 38 tracks, and they haven't put fucking the best. It's on Mario Kart Wii. Um, what? Yeah, it's not on the eight. It, it, it has to. 
That's a joke. No, we should do that sometime. We should uh, stream us playing Mario Kart 8 or fucking Smash Brothers. And just row about who's the best. Yeah, because I've been wanting to do some streams on the old channel. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Why have they not released that? It has to get released, surely. It'd be freaking amazing. Also, I, also, also I, I did actually note something else under this. One of my other notes. It says, also very, very important. Uh, note that rock formation on Peach Beach looks like a giant penis. <laughs> why does it look like a giant? Why? Nintendo just like, we're going to put a giant rock, uh, pink rock that looks like a giant penis as a, the main focal point of Peach's Beach. Does what it, is, is, that it hint, is that hinting at some? Have a, have, do you not? Am I mental? Because I swear no one recognizes that right, it's a giant. Again, again this is Googling what? at the time. What? All right, Peach Beach. Uh, I don't know what you would put. Peach Beach rock formation, maybe? I'm going to have, like, the wife's going to look at my phone. Going, <laughs> see it in the... Cool. I'm on the wiki. You can see it in the... It looks like a giant cock. It's got two balls and a... <laughs> Literally in the uh, thumbnail for the track. Mario. So find it. I better put... Wasn't... Oh, you can zoom in right in. Yeah, look, it, it's a giant penis. <laughs> yeah, you have to put Peach Penis. Oh, oh yes, that is a... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Got two balls. Is, what were yeah. they thinking and there's a gap in the middle <laughs> that's a definitely a huge penis i'm looking at it now but, uh, but maybe yeah. i just got dick on the mind but no one else ever seems to remember the fact that there's a giant fucking penis. <laughs> so what were they trying if, to if do you're not sure this? just google peach penis mario kart now make sure you put the <laughs> mario kart bit in because yeah, you're going to get some, different yeah. things if you don't do that. And then go on images. Some tasteful fan art will come up. Some, some Yes. <laughs> horrible fan art. And I'll be getting some complaints from angry parents. Um, so Peach Penis Mario Kart, Google images, and there you go. Second, first Children four. don't listen to this. <laughs> I'm sure they do, unfortunately. But yes, Peach Penis, yeah. that is definitely a knob. Uh, <laughs> this then there's then there's one saying oh god this is we're going off Go topic on. again this then who put all these dicks in mario kart and there's people on like the old super nintendo tracks and they're just yeah. putting said oh that looks like a shape of a dick on this track here it's like it, it was clearly shigeru miyamoto because he's obviously a uh he loves it loves the penis <laughs> he, just, he just he was a fun guy to drink sake with you know he, he just he'd like wait till other people passed out drunk and he draw a penis. This, this is facts. It's, facts. Uh, it's in his uh, memoirs. Well, this is why they have um, in Mario 64, when I do that episode one day, when you pick up Bowser um, and you go, screw so, so long, long game, Bowser. <laughs> so good. It's like, what, what is he actually saying? I, I think it's so long. I think it's just like, so long, Bowser. But it's like the accent makes it sound like, so long, gay Bowser. <laughs> So, no, I love how they've actually edited that out on the new pat on the new um, versions they brought oh, for the yeah. Switch. It's like <laughs> boo, this boo. is uh, yeah, this is homophobic. You can't be having that in there. <laughs> so we were talking briefly about penises before we got cut off, but before we, as always, do you know? I actually looked at some of the ratings for this game. You know when it came <laughs> I out, you were going to say something else. I was looking at penises. <laughs> I <though>. was. <laughs> why is it? Why is it with you and Chris? We always just seem to go down penises. This is shocking. But I was looking at like the um the ratings penises. for this game. Uh, yeah. Penises, yes. Do you know, right? It was the second oh. best game on the Switch selling behind Melee, mm -hmm. behind Smash Bros. Melee. Right? On the GameCube. It, on the GameCube. IGN yep. gave it 7.5. You what? Right. Edge the magazine gave it five out of ten. What? <laughs> what? 
I, don't, I, was, I think the only magazine I was getting at the time was Cube magazine, so they probably gave it a, like a... Yeah, fuck it, this game's perfect. This game, <laughs> this game is incredible. Apart from Baby, like... <laughs> apart from, apart baby, from baby, baby Park. Yeah, but we know, we, like, usually when we talk about games, we have... I thought, what's the only game we've talked about that, that, that we haven't had any negatives with? Um, I think there was one Tekken, game we talked... Tekken 3. Tekken, yeah, because yeah, it's perfect. This is another one of those games. Uh, there's, like, nothing wrong with it. It's no. just... Perfection. There is, it handles great. It is nothing wrong with this game at all. And I I think this is the second best Mario Kart. I think the idea of it all was fantastic. I, I wish they bring back the double feature. How they'll do it, I don't know, because obviously with the fact you'd have two different sets of strategy um, with single player and double player, but I'm sure that could be worked out or patched in, but it would just be so cool. Plus, as I said, you get that, idea you know you could let anybody play you know the good player drives and the, the shit player just does the the weapons you get even yeah. more people playing but it, it would be quite difficult with the amount of characters though because they'd have to make a special weapon for like how many is it like 32 oh shit yeah you got about the special weapons haven't you I forgot about that yeah that's a problem but yeah yeah because well, just, just, special... just ditch the special yeah. weapons yeah because like I, it's weird like I always play big characters but in the new one I always end up playing shy guy you just, nah, 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 pink nah, nah, nah. shy pink shy guy as well because he's fabulous oh because you can change the colours it's yeah, pink shy guy I, it's like it's like that um, you ever oh, that, that comedian called Paul Chowdhury he has this bit and he's like he's like if I was a boxer right I'd come out to like saying, saying like George Michael careless whisper and I come out and I just like just test in their homophobia <laughs> and then when I fucking knock him out I'd be like who's gay now <laughs> Fucking! <laughs> oh, oh I'd love to see someone come out to careless whisper. That'd be so good. None of this like been absolutely bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rest in peace, George. Be I love you so much. I love you, George. Gamer. Uh, gamer move in real life. Yeah, George That's... Michael's amazing. Plus, <laughs> but the thing is, like with this game, it you could play this and they said you know i think what people are realizing how good we had with the gamecube and you could put this in and it would still be this is just as good as mario kart 8 like, graphically musically the way it plays it's still kick ass yeah it's it's it is my favorite like, like what, what was your favorite then would it be eight Eight, yeah, eight has to be the, the favorite because that is literally the gold standard and i think that's why a lot of you don't see a lot of driving games now because it's like, what's the point? Yeah, I think it's just literally because it just took everything this game did and made it better. Like, obviously, there was the Wii one, but uh, I don't I never really got into the Wii one. I, I didn't play games on the Wii because I was, I think I had one when it came out and um, I used to just get annoyed because everyone, some people, some, uh, oh, there we go, some chavs walking past. <laughs> yeah, people would always come around and um, I had to have the window open, it's still too hot. Yeah, and people would come around. They'd always want to play the Wii, and it used to just annoy me because I want to play other stuff. <laughs> yeah, get off the Wii, get off the Wii version. Like the Wii version's good. I played that a lot, but it's it's just when you look back, I don't think it, anything holds a candle apart from eight, um, yeah. two. That this this game, I think this is one of the best. And when it got such low scores, I was just like, what the fuck? That's ridiculous. How is it? I don't know how you could give it that bad of a score. I just I can't even think what would their their angle be. Like I don't know. Like 
it had everything. The fact it had more characters, it didn't have more tracks. That was one thing nah. I wish it had. It had more tracks because even the 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 Game Boy Advance had twenty tracks, and then sorry, had had its own track. No, no, sorry, it had twenty tracks. Then the Super Nintendo tracks on top, hmm. and I kind of wish wouldn't that have been cool had they added other Remade tracks? Them. Yeah, the, the the one thing that doesn't get talked about, um, and this game, this is the one thing that this game has that the and all of the other Mario Kart games don't have. I don't think any of them have it. Maybe the Wii one does, but they the the um the one where you can play all the tracks in one go. Oh yeah, the special cup. Yeah, I love that. yeah. That's what got... me and my mate used to do. We we'd all get together. Well, it'd be two of us because it was only two player that you could do the proper one. And we we'd have a couple of drinks and we'd just play through thirty two or whatever. And we used to do that every Saturday. We'd just play me and my mate Tom all. all the time. Yeah, the old I love that mode. I wish they bring that back, but then again now it would be mental. Oh god, yeah. When it finishes, it'd be like ninety tracks. But yeah, yeah that'd, be, all, that'd be a marathon. <laughs> it was the all cup tour, so you'd start off on Luigi Circuit and then you'd end, and then every other one would be random apart from yeah. Rainbow Road. And great, great idea. I don't see yet. Can you imagine doing that now? Hot went well, a bit mental. Ended thing is, yeah. oh. thing is, the tracks, the tracks that are here. There's apart from Baby Park, <laughs> they're all pretty good. Oh yeah, I, I forgot to mention when we were talking, like, you know, talking about penises. Uh, it's also uh, quite interesting. Did you know that Sherbetland uh, was named after Miyamoto's um, cocaine addiction? Was it? Yeah, yeah, because he was a massive cokehead. So they named, they made a whole track. It's not snow, it's actually cocaine. The whole track is, yeah, so all cocaine. So that's what it was based on. That That's a quick Google. That's a quick Google <laughs> before I'm literally going to have Miyamoto at my house um get it sherbet land cocaine again i'm gonna get you questions actually, we actually look it up uh, no i wasn't being serious oh for fuck's sake <laughs> that's that's what yeah no i was gonna get i got i got you there i told you, you. did because i was gonna have like questions like oh shit and then the first thing i get is it's children tired. and the first story you're tired, i get just... is Children rush to hospital after mistaking cocaine for sherbets. No, this is what's going to happen if you get when when it's me and R nine on here. We're just going to bully you. <laughs> awesome and a bit of caricature. Uh, Perfect. But yeah, anyway, sorry. Also, yeah, but the, the tracks that are here are amazing. Like the only track I don't like uh, is Baby Park, and what is it? I don't know. Is there any other tracks you don't like? No, I I, I love this game. I thoroughly. I think love I like it. all of them apart from Baby Park. I mean. Um, Dry Dry Desert's a bit annoying, but I still like it. It's a little bit annoying. What do you, what do you think of Rainbow Road in this one? That's an important thing. Oh, in every... I can't remember the difference between the all freaking merge into one. I want you to one Rainbow Road. You've done them all. Then in the Rainbow Road. Well, one. Yeah, because it's shit. <laughs> it's a straight line. No, it's a kamikaze to the left to try and get onto the edge of the other uh, side of the track. Or you can jump over. Oh, that's the other thing I was going to mention. I completely forgot. Um, the um the fact that, like this game was perfectly made compared to every other Mario Kart game like because in every Mario Kart game before this and after there has been mental amounts of like exploits you can use to like skip you know level uh, lap skip and stuff like mm-hmm. the N sixty four one is notoriously a broken oh, bad, hell escape. yeah yeah the snares one not so much but you can do stuff there is a lot of stuff you can do and the Wii one is just super shortcut C. <laughs> I don't know about the new one, but yeah, this one, it never got broken at all. Like until about a year ago. But that's that tells you how like well made it is. How well like, it took them, it is. It took them till twenty 
I think it was either this year or last year, they finally found one shortcut. They, they hadn't found a single shortcut in the whole game. I do like it watching, you watch speedrunners try and do and um, some of it. Like I was watching the adventure of D, um, what was the desert one? And like the Western one in M64 and the N- M64 and the N64. <laughs> M64. The M64. Kidderminster. They managed to. Um, to oh, Calamari. Calamari, Calamari Desert. Desert, and they managed to yeah. find a new trick with that, and I was like, "Holy shit! How?" Like so, you can go through the tunnel or something. Isn't no, it? no, no. It's to do with like the. Oh, the, you clip for the wall. I think. I yeah, you clip. You clip the wall, and like the 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 rail track is actually like signifies the end of the level, and it's like something to do with that. And you see some guy do it. It's like that's just fucking stupid. But yeah, that's fucking people in it. They amazing. Yeah, they, they can find this shit stuff. out now. I haven't got anything else left to say about this beautiful game. And what about what about you? Because I know you obviously you, you have little or you have limited notes, but things are very important in your notes. Uh, do I have any more? Um, no, it just says uh, penis. Uh, baby Park is terrible. Um, I mean, Yoshi Circuit is the best was also written down. Uh, oh, yeah. But I mean, I also wrote down this is. The, technically, I already said it earlier, but you know, technically, the first time we had proper power sliding, I already said that. We did, yeah. It's the so first you, time. We're, oh, yeah. If you had to score out of ten, what would you be giving it? Mm. Is it a ten? I think it's a ten, mate. I'm giving it a nine. Only I was thinking nine, but then I'm thinking, I'm thinking nine or ten, but then I'm like, I guess nine because eight is better. Exactly. Yeah, so that is exactly my. We know what comes afterwards. Mm. If I was to score it from when I played it, definitely a ten. Yeah, from when I played it, a ten. I think. Well, no, I still even like. I wish I had it more tracks. That's the only thing I wish mm-hmm. I had, had more of. Uh, and again, maybe because I'm biased, or maybe because we know what comes later. Um, I don't know, but yeah, that's the one thing I wish I had more tracks than just the four cups. But for me, yeah, for me, a nine. It, it's it's amazing, and it's it is like shocking how how well it holds up. It's crazy, like how good the GameCube was. Like, it's like I watched that Scott the Was video recently, like where he went through the whole GameCube, like just generation. He went through most of the games, and I was just like, it is astonishing how good this console was and how poorly it sold. Exactly, and there will be lots more GameCube games on this show. I can guarantee you. Was this the first one? Have you done any GameCube yet other than this? You think in twenty six episodes? I don't think I have actually. I think this is the first GameCube one I've done. Um, sure, we should have mentioned that. <laughs> yeah, we should have mentioned that. We really should have. I know we got uh, Resi Evils coming up at some point. Um, yeah, when you get um, when you get uh, your GameCube emulation sorted, maybe we can uh, do a couple. Because I'm there's a bunch of uh, GameCube games I'm going to be covering on the new channel. Yeah, and that naughty hacker comes in. Yes, Jake's new yeah. channel will be coming up, and you will be hearing it first when it's oh yeah, all these videos are live. Um, yeah, yeah they, they will eventually I'm gonna yeah I wanted because there's this game uh, uh, called Custom Robo that I've always wanted to play it didn't come out here but it came out in America oh you want to do that yeah, yeah See, the, the, the future between us is bright it really is but for Jake I'm gonna kick you out because I need to get ready for work and yeah. early and you need to go to bed I need to go to the, the, uh, to the drunk tank now I've only had one <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll see I'm you very tired then, see you later mate
And that was Mario Kart Double Dash in episode 29 of the show. Thank you very much, Jake, as always, for joining me. And thank you very much for everyone enjoying it. I hope you really had a good time. And I will see you next week for a new game for episode 30. And until then, I've been Danny. You take care of yourselves, and I'll see you all then. Bye-bye.